This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Cheryl. Tig. I just want to say right up front, we have our live show coming up on September 22nd, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Get your tickets at loopedlive.com. Yeah, loopedlive.com. Why would anyone want to miss out on sex talk, <laughs> slapping each other in the face, leg wrestling, doing drugs, trying drugs for the first time? Uh, there was a talk of hosing each other down. Yeah, I don't remember in. why. I don't even remember. Because we're going to feel dirty after <laughs> this behavior. Yeah, so please join us. You can also go on any of our um, social platforms and get more information. If you want it. If you want it. <laughs> if you want it. Okay, you guys, yeah, you guys. Yeah. Today, I don't know why there were a lot of braggadocious alerts in this. Braggadocious <laughs> alert! Oh, that hurts my throat. And by the way, it's interesting because there, there, we weren't even talking that much about celebrities well no you don't have to talk about celebrities to be bragging i mean you you show that all yeah the time. we were really bragging about our accomplishments <laughs> all right let's get right to it shall we yeah ladies and jerks welcome to the speed cubers it all started when tig and cheryl met in the mid-2000s hey nice to meet you tig i'm cheryl hines hi cheryl i'm tig notaro should we do a podcast about documentaries yes a podcast about documentaries. This is microphone on. Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. I am the first ever podcast. And Tick and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Tig, how is it? <laughs> oh, jeez. With the cough. <laughs> it's, it's getting better. That's good. And you're shooting away on your project that you can't talk about yet. Yeah. I mean, I guess I can't say anything. Don't say anything. But I mean, it, it feels like that's reserved for like really big shots. Like you can't <laughs> say you're on that. Yet. Yeah, but you were tapped for this. So they right. want to be able to say, do, 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 do. Guess what, world? <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they want to be able to blow the Gene Triple Horn and let everyone. <laughs> oh my God, I haven't heard Gene Triple Horn in a while. 
I can't do that one. You do it. <laughs> but I have uh, been filming the uh, Top Secret Project. Yeah. That is a, would you say it's a big show? Yes. Huge. Huge. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> it's huge. Some of the biggest stars in the world on it. It is huge. Mm. Um, it's exciting. Yeah. I can't wait till you can talk about it openly. I know. Right now, all I can talk about is healing from COVID and Stephanie, um, you know, vacationing away from the family. Mm-hmm. Both fascinating. <laughs> fascinating. How, how dare you? How dare you? And uh, how is it with Kat being... Ooh, well, you know what? It's good. Thank God for FaceTime. And Thank you, God. Dear Jesus, thank you for FaceTime. Good Lord in heaven. Good Lord in heaven. Thank you, amen. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for FaceTime. Uh, so that's helpful. It's very in helpful. Name. Mm-hmm. And then I think, oh, we used to live in the same house and FaceTime each other from our rooms. So I tr- just try to imagine that she's just in the other room FaceTiming me. <laughs> and why would you do that? Uh, Lazy. But why did you need to see each other's faces? Because sometimes a phone call doesn't go through because we don't have good service. Mm-hmm. And then a <laughs> FaceTime it, does? Yeah, because then it goes through instead of a phone line. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't talk about this in a technical way, but instead of a phone line, it goes through a, the internet. And I'm sorry, you were saying my COVID <laughs> update was boring? <laughs> I hope, once again, I hope none of this stays. It will. Okay, should we just dive right in? I am so curious to talk to you about this. Let's do it. Okay, today we are talking about the Speed Cubers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a 2020 short documentary directed by Sue Kim. It follows the story of two of the greatest Rubik's Cube solvers in the world, Max Park and Felix Zimdigs as they prepare for and compete in the 2019 World Cube Association's World Championships. <laughs> the Speed Cubers is available to watch on Netflix. Okay. Well, I have to say something right out of the gate. Do it. I put this on. Yes. And was like, I've seen this five times. <laughs> Have you had you really seen it? I have, I have, I have, I had. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, because my son Max is La- obsessed oh. with Rubik's cubes, and he watches it. And while he's watching it, he'll sit on the couch. And I've seen the movie five times, but that doesn't mean Max has only seen it five times, right? Okay. And he'll sit on the couch with his Rubik's cube, <laughs> and he will frantically turn things really fast and then set it down and ask me how long like to time him and then but they're not matching up it's not like all no it's not solved but he (laughs) loves he's like the feel (laughs) how how much was that mayor i'm like wow you beat the last one and he's he's not being funny he's no he's he's sincerely working on it yeah working on his time Mm-hmm. 
and uh, his time gets better every time. <laughs> but <laughs> he's, he's uh, not that is him. cute. Well, first of all, I mean, I have a lot of feelings about this. I have a lot of feelings. About I can't this. wait to hear. <gasps> first of all, it's not what I thought. Oh, what did you think it was? Well, I thought it was going to be more like chicken people. (laughs) I see. Speed cubers equals chicken people. Yes, because it's like a very niche uh, competition, Mm -hmm. like the people that ran the three marathons, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. that it's like a bunch of super nerds that are good at something weird, Mm -hmm. and then they all get together and celebrate it. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I was expecting. You were thinking this might be another episode where we have Mima call in. <laughs> <laughs> Which might have been equally as helpful. <laughs> By the way, I think Mima might be coming out to visit me soon. Oh my God. Will yeah, you let so. her, will she come on? Um, sure. But yeah. also we should do a streaming show with Mima uh, <gasps> when she's in town. Can she be here when we stream? When are we <laughs> oh. doing our show? Thomas can jump in. September 22nd. No, I don't oh, think shoot. she's coming out till October, but <laughs> she would be incredible slapping us in the face with tortillas. She is all in on anything. She is game for anything. I'm now thinking maybe Thomas should get involved in the tortilla slapping. Listen, why Why not? Why would <laughs> we stop there? Okay. Uh, what were we just talking about? You thought it was like chicken people. I thought it was going to be like chicken people. Yeah. And I thought it was just going to be, first of all, I didn't even know that there were competitions uh-huh. of speed Rubik's Cubers. Mm-hmm. So this this documentary, every two years, the best speed Cubers gather from around the world for the World Cube Association World Championship, the WCA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if somebody said, I'm going to the WCA, would you know what that means? Um, I would think it was maybe an offshoot of the the YMCA. Oh. <laughs> so these guys and and it was it also weird to you that it's mostly guys? There was only really one girl in this group that was competing. Do you guys have like a special uh fast motor skill? I don't I don't know. I mean, I think that that's sexist. Um <laughs> Well, I am very sexist. I know you are. Because there's something I feel like, and feelings aren't facts, but I feel like, you know, it's like video games. Yes, there are female gamers, but Mm -hmm. mostly it's guys that just love to, you know, do things with their hands. Gross. Okay. Were you disappointed when you realized it was not a chicken people type thing? No. I loved this. I love this movie. I can't even tell you how much I love this movie. I did too. I was, when you were like, I have a lot of thoughts. I was like, look, I don't know if I have the energy to hear anything (laughs) other than something great. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I just, I loved it so much. Mm -hmm. So Australian, there's a guy named Felix Zimdigs. I'm sure Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it right. Zimdigs? Oh, I'm sure you're not either. (laughs) He's a world champion Cuber, one of the greatest of all time. And then there's an American, Max Park, is the most consistent Cuber at the championships. And they're the two favorites going into the event. (laughs) (laughs) So that's how you know at first. And you're like, 
Yo boy. Okay. So we have an, an hour long to watch these two just like with their little cubes. I think it's only 40 minutes. Yeah, it was short. Yeah. Then we meet Rita Zimdegs, Felix's mm-hmm. mother. And she remembers her son having a remarkable talent as well as, as an addiction. And she sometimes wished that Felix would put the cube away, but he didn't. And mm-hmm. she finally accepted it and then realized, oh, people love the way he cubes. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a verb? Wait, it must be a verb. I, is it a verb? Sure. Who oh. cares? <laughs> Did Kat have any sort of leanings towards any sort of gaming of any sort? Not video at all. Games? Mm-mm, no not video not. games? No video games? But all my boys, yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. all of them. Just yeah. can't get enough. Max and Finn didn't... When they turned six in June, we started to allow them to have a tablet, uh-huh. which they have had since they were two. When we would travel and yeah. we'd go on a plane, we would let them look at a tablet and watch, you know, Peppa Pig or whatever. Yeah. But it was always off limits. We had... We always, you know... Had the parental controls on. Well, we would all watch TV together when we watched TV. Uh-huh. You know, nobody would go off with a tablet. Uh-huh. And so when they turned five and they were in junior kindergarten, they started talking about their friends playing video games and they were Uh asking what video games were. And it was so funny to hear them explain to each other what they thought video games were. (laughs) Uh, But they just knew they wanted to be a part of that. And so we told them when they turned six that they could, we started calling their tablets iPads Uh because they were wanting iPads. And we were like, they didn't even notice that we started calling them (laughs) Uh, but we were like, when you turn six, you can start using your iPads whenever you want. And then it'll wow. be up to you to take breaks on your own and decide, oh. you know, make these decisions. And they were like, we're ready. Oh, and, oh. <laughs> um, and so they ha- they've been using their iPads, in quotes, and playing video games. And our son, Finn, has, here comes a braggadocious alert, but he oh. has mastered a game yes. that typically it's for kids that are like 13 years mm. old. Braggadocious alert! Listen, I beat you to it. But <laughs> what it has been really cool to see is that they do take breaks. Oh, that's good. Like they are so into it. They're so, he's so as into it as he is into baseball, but he's also as good at games as he is baseball. Meanwhile, Max, who is brilliant in his own way, is mastering that cube. Oh, really? No. Well, not. He's, he well, clicks no. it around. He, he clicks, clicks it, it around, and we're still timing him. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it's, it's really interesting to watch your kids get into something that feels addictive. Ah. And there is that in baseball. There is that in Mm -hmm. video games and all of these other things. I know. But also trying to not turn on them or come down on them or... Right. It's a tricky balance. But, uh, you know, watching that on this movie, it's similar. Yeah. You're like, oh, my kid is really good at this. That can't be good and then they're like oh maybe it is maybe it is maybe it is people want to watch him do it yeah 
anyway, it's tricky and it's it's a wild feeling to be in that place now as a parent where you're you've opened the can of worms where it's like here's your tablet. I know you can never go back. That's the you thing. Yeah. It's just like when you give him a phone. Mm-hmm. It gets very tricky because you can't go back. No. Age. You can move to a place that has no reception. We'll be right back oh. after <laughs> this break. Break. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We are back on Tig and Cheryl True Story. Hi, everybody. Yeah, hi. We're talking about the speed cubers. Yeah. People, and it's mostly young people that do Rubik's Cubes very quickly. Ooh, it'd be interesting to see elderly people with arthritic hands and fingers. Like that. Really trying to get it done. Yeah. That should be something we should see. Yes. Let's get it going. I would be first in line with my arthritic Fingers. fingers. Actually, the. Arthritis did clear up quite a bit when I changed my diet. Oh, yeah. Like, is it is it inflation? Inflation. It is inflation. <laughs> well, it's inflammation. Yeah. Hmm. And um, I'm not saying it will work for everyone, but I used to have terrible pain in my hands, and when I changed my diet wow. to plant based, I don't have that pain anymore. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a little um, public service announcement. <clears throat> oh. Oh my God, Cheryl, are you okay? It sounded like I swallowed a bug. And we will be. (laughs) Okay, back to these guys. Okay, what's interesting about solving Rubik's Cubes is people that do it, that do it this quickly, Mm -hmm. they memorize hundreds of algorithms. Algorithms. It's mind blowing. And put them in their muscle memory and they. They do it so fast, they, they don't take a break. They don't take one tiny pause while they go through the algorithms, which I'm just like, I'm not even sure I know what an algorithm is. Oh, yeah, for sure. I can tell you. I've never solved it. And Yeah, it's never come up over the years where you're like, I just got started on my Rubik's Cube. <laughs> not going to be able to make it to your party. Um, yeah, no, I've never had a desire to. Although, mm. while I was watching this, I ordered two. Why? <laughs> well, they're really for my godsons, for Rachel's boys. Oh, okay. I think that they, I think they might like them. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but and they so, don't have them already. I don't think so. But if they do, then I'll keep them and you know try to. They will collect us. Try to do it. 
Yeah. Okay. Can you can a, nor a normal person can do it though, right? If you just do it enough, if you just do it, do it enough. A normal person meaning like not high intelligence or <laughs> like mathematically inclined, algorithm friendly. Algorithms, yeah. So anyway, what's great about this film, which we haven't even gotten to, is that okay, there's this guy named Felix, who's amazing and great, and he's the top of his game. And then he sees online that this other guy named Max Park, he saw mm. him online doing a three-by-three three with one hand. <laughs> and I also, it did make me think of the loop-de-loop -loop that, uh, <laughs> that, um, what's his name? Oh, no. What's his name? What's his name? I'll think of it in Ke no. one Kelly? second. No. Is Kelly involved? Is there no? But name we, Kelly? I'm sure we will come up with. This oh, okay, please. In, this in awkward. No time. Okay. His name uh, is. Is his name? It's it's not Andrew matter. Reynolds. Not at all. No. It's, uh, um, he's he's cute, nerdy. He's cute. Okay. He rolls around. Yeah, he goes. He's on a skateboard. Tony Hawk. Ah, Tony Hawk. What did I thought? Mm. That what did I, what did I thought? What did I think? Doesn't matter. Tony Hawk. Mm -hmm. Wait, why did why did he come up? <laughs> ah, yes, Tony Hawk. Uh, why are we talking about Tony Hawk? Ah, uh, <laughs> the loop de loop. We're gonna do a loop de loop. <laughs> to this day, he's oh working. yes, Mrs. Claus. Uh, wait, why are we talking about? <laughs> ah, yes. Oh no, I've got flop sweat already and we're not even like ha halfway in. Okay, so Felix saw Max Park online doing a mm -hmm. one-handed, uh, oh, sorry, it was a four by four oh. in 40 seconds. Ooh. And he was very impressed and Max won the world championship in 2017. Then you meet Max. Mm -hmm. And his parents. Mm -hmm. And it's such an interesting story. So Max is autistic. Mm -hmm. His parents are just, I just delight them. Oh, my yeah. gosh. His dad, Schwan, I hope I'm saying that right, and Miki, they realized by the time Max was three that there was something different about him. And he was diagnosed with autism. And they were really sad. Mm -hmm. And they admitted that. And it I think this whole thing really strikes me because, you know, my nephew Michael mm -hmm. has cerebral palsy. And yeah. there's something about when you have a child and you realize your child is really different from what you thought your child was going to be. Mm -hmm. And it like knocks the wind out of you yeah and you have to you know honestly you do have to sort of grieve the loss of what you thought it was going to be and right and it's um it's very difficult mm -hmm. it's very difficult it takes a long time to get there yeah for a lot of people i think of course um, yeah well it takes a long time to get there and then sometimes people don't get there yeah, for sure. I remember, um, in fact, speaking of Mima, her grandson is autistic. Mm -hmm. And I remember knowing he was different, but not sure what was going on. And mm -hmm. I think it took 
I feel like he might have been around that age of three or so. Well, right, because it's very hard to diagnose a lot of issues before children start talking or when they when they're starting to hit the milestones and they're not hitting them that's when you realize oh something's different i just remember visiting um jackson's mother who i'm close with in ohio jackson's mother actually went to college with rachel harris oh hey jackson's mother hey (laughs) katie (laughs) i was lying on the couch at katie's house and I remember Jackson was probably like six at this time and he got up out of nowhere, came over and was lying down like the little spoon spooning me on the couch. And I was just like, oh, I it was so unusual for him to want to connect. Oh, my gosh. And I just I felt like there was like. Uh, not in a negative way, but like a feral animal that you want to touch or you want to be close to. Yeah. And I didn't want to scare him away. Right. You know, I was right. just like, oh, my, I was just so excited. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. Um, but yeah, it's it's really something. Yeah, it's it's hard. And then you have to learn. Then as a parent, you have to learn a whole new world of mm-hmm. how to parent a child that has a difference or a disability or a different capability and it's and I'm a- always blown away by parent I feel like now you know I'm not a religious person Mm-mm. I mm-hmm. feel like and I'm certain this is not 100% across the board because there are terrible people out in the world mm-hmm. but I feel like oddly these children from what I can tell mm-hmm. always seem to land with the right parents. Yeah. You know what I mean? You see these parents that have this special power, kindness, patience. Mm-hmm. Patience, I don't know yeah. if it came from the child being this way or if they were already that way. But I'm always like, holy cow, yeah. this parent is so exceptional. Yes. And I again, I know there's plenty that are not. I know that. Right, right. But it it is remarkable when you see a parent that they have just uh, upended their life to yeah. adjust to what's going on and and figure out how to be a great parent to that kid. And that's and that's one of the reasons why this <laughs> this film was so great because Miki and Schwan, the parents, yeah, they were both so great, and even to be so forthcoming about it i think was also just a gift to parents around the world absolutely but miki because max didn't really want to connect with them he Mm -hmm. didn't want to connect in any way so she just started the mom just started playing next to him and you know she thought well one day maybe he'll want to play with me and if he doesn't that's okay because at least i'm close to him Mm -hmm. and then one day he did start to connect and want to play with her and that Mm -hmm. was a big deal and then they gave him a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> and his life changed. Yeah. And he, I mean, he can do it faster than anybody in the world. Yeah. And it's crazy because you're watching him and 
nothing else he's doing is necessarily quick or fast or yeah. But then he puts it in his hand. It's like okay. I didn't hear any of those noises. <laughs> well, did he, they do like they do a little click, don't they? Oh, it's more like yeah. And then you're done. But do you remember this in the documentary? And tell me if I'm wrong. Did they say that Miki went online and learned how to solve it, and then taught Max how to solve it? Sounds familiar. There's no way to know. I've only seen it five times. (laughs) I know. I like that you've seen it five times and you have no idea. Okay, so what happens is Max is idolizing Felix. Mm -hmm. He starts to respond to everything about this speed cubing, Mm -hmm. which also I was very intrigued, like, has speed cubing always been around? Well, I doubt in like um, back in our day, where people do trying to do it in six seconds. Oh, I thought you meant all like even during like prairie times. <laughs> wagon. You think they covered wagons and they're back yeah. there with their Rubik's cubes? A <laughs> wagon full of uh, kids and their cubes. I'm sure it. it has not always been around. I mean, but when you were young, was it like a big deal for people to do it so quickly? I feel like, yeah. Uh, first of all, it was a big deal to finish it, you know? I know. Don't you remember people trying to like get the, take the stickers take off? Take the and stickers off. Put, <laughs> put it back on. All the dum-dums. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. Um... Uh. <laughs> So, oh, I got a good idea. Oh, we have so, to take a break. Oh, shoot. Okay. Okay. We'll be back and we'll, we'll talk we'll about it. We'll talk about it. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back on Speed Cubers with Tig and Cheryl. So now Max mm-hmm. meets Felix, and now they're competing. And in 2017, I think they were both on the podium, right? Because <laughs> I think there's first, second, and third. Mm-hmm. Max's parents were there, and they were all holding up their cer- certificates. Cer- yeah. Something like uh, that. Yeah. And Max looked at the two people next to him on either side and turned his to match theirs. Mm -hmm. And the parents said that was the first time he had ever 
paid attention to his peers and what his peers were doing. Yeah. And it was a huge breakthrough for him. Yeah. Yeah. And just to hear the parrots talk about was just... Yeah, you could definitely feel like in those moments when they were talking about him pointing that that's pointing. A, a, a big thing of it's a milestone. Yeah, and it's impossible for many kids with autism, right, to to point. And they were saying yes when he went to watch or you know to watch before he went on, he was pointing at people and that's that person and that's that person and they were so happy. So it's just fascinating to me. Yeah, and thinking of having children that are not autistic and just chasing after these moments of connection and joy just as a parent. Yeah. You can relate to that, and then it's just times infinity. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine chasing that, those little bits of joy that you're trying so yeah. hard to find and yeah. and nurture and to to find that hope in there of like oh there's something going on there's a way in there's yeah. a portal yeah you know yeah it's so yeah then max's dad says even though max is 17 in this and he's tall what he's like six mm. feet tall and yeah and very mature looking but his dad said that his emotional development is that of a seven to nine year old. Mm-hmm. And they were very worried about him in competitions because there's a lot of pressure and disappointment if you don't win. Mm-hmm. So Max and Felix meet up and Max just emulates Felix. And Felix, I mean, oh God. <laughs> Did you love this guy? Of course. Felix. Just the sweetest. He's probably like eight years older than Max. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so open. Oh, my God. And he intuitively knew how much he meant to Max. Yeah. And became this, like, brotherly figure. Yeah. And would... Just by being his friend and he, he just taught him so many things. And even when they were the scene where they're they're out eating Chinese food with, with a group of people and, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of going around the lazy Susan and yeah. Felix says to Max, you need vegetables. <laughs> and Max is like, okay. And he's like, and green ones. He's like, <laughs> okay. And then just starts shoveling them in his mouth and it's like, oh my God. It reminds me of the school that Jackson goes to in Ohio. Yeah. They have half of the school is autistic mm-hmm. and the other half is not. Mm-hmm. And then it's each, inclusive. Yeah. But mm-hmm. each kid is paired oh, with someone. That's great. So they have a buddy and it nurtures and creates these connections. That's really great. Oh my gosh. It's. So incredible. And the, you know, there's no bullying because everybody has a pal that right. is autistic. And the kids that are not artist, autistic get just as much out of it, if not more, than the kids with autism. Yeah. That's so great. Oh my gosh. It's just the coolest thing in the world. Well, that's exactly what this film, you know. Yeah. I mean, this guy, Felix. <gasps> 
I mean, <laughs> there. Were, uh, it's hard to actually articulate. Yeah, isn't it like that, what their relationship is? Yeah, and was. it's definitely. You know, I know there's some of our listeners that are like, I never watched the documentary, but you should watch this documentary. Yeah. Because it is such a special, special story. Story and bond and. Oh, yeah. This is the opposite of most of the documentaries that we see where we're we're usually like i can't believe there's a guy like that that exists that right just wants to like humiliate people and make them yeah. feel badly and i would say across the board everybody in this documentary is just stellar yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's just amazing okay so yes oh how about okay how about how about the scene where Max doesn't win uh-huh. one and he's crying? Yes. And you're like, oh, and this just this big guy is crying because he didn't I'm... win. Cause he just, you know, has emotions and yeah. not sure how to process them. And that's what comes out. And then when he meets Felix, Felix tells him, Oh, when you lose, it actually makes you stronger. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was, uh, I can't even tell you. (laughs) I can't even tell you. So it all leads up to, listen, to be honest with you. Yes, please. I got a little overwhelmed with the three-by-threes and the four-by-fours and the one-handed four-by-fours and the... The the toe twirls and... (laughs) twirled oh i did like there was something about listening to the guys doing commentary mm-hmm. during the competitions where he was like whoa what a solve <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> they're like that's past he's he's doing great i mean is solve. anyone ever doing a terrible solve <laughs> but it's also it is hilarious and i know i'll probably get some angry listeners but to me it was hilarious to watch the cubers warm up before they actually do it because they're mm-hmm. they're sitting there in their chair and they've got the person Why would you get angry listeners well them? because uh, you know somebody's just doing they're just competing and maybe it's not funny to some people that somebody's doing a warm-up with one hand and a Rubik's cube, like Cheryl, fitted. we cannot waste our time worrying that no somebody might get upset. <laughs> not, not at this point. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a, if there's a speed cuber out there that's like, you know what, that is a real process. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, it's like actors, you know, standing outside of the door before they go on doing. Baby bump burst. I don't know how to do it. Okay, well, you not me. No, but you know how to do it, baby. No, you Maybe don't have to do that one. What's the one that you do? That I do? You do like a tongue twister that's like like a warm-up. No, I don't. I don't warm up for anything. Big, big ball Betty. I mean, of course, right before I do stand-up, I certainly find the nearest mirror and I start boxing at myself <laughs> in the mirror. And you really... say, who's the best? I'm the yeah. best. Who's the best? I'm the best. By the way, I'm sure there's somebody out there that that is their warm up. And then I just walk out half asleep. 
with the lowest energy because mm. you just left it on the floor in the green room. That's right. That's why I have low energy. That's but you do see my... actors that are like, mwah, 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 mwah. Okay. Well, I run in a different circle. circle. <laughs> mm. But there must be stand-ups that do weird things. Oh, a lot of stand-ups do weird things. <laughs> but what are we talking about here? A weird warm-up? I don't know. I feel like, you know, people get very, you know, like, oh, it has to be this temperature in the room. I can't uh -huh. have this person here. I have to have, I have to eat salmon the night before. I have to, you know, there's just like all Where of my these lucky things. Socks? Yeah, there's a lot of whereas, hopping. Don't you think there's a lot of hopping in place right before someone goes out on stage? Cheryl, I don't know. I'll <laughs> tell you what I do for okay. prep. Mm -hmm. I take a shower. Yeah. And I show up to the show. <laughs> and I go on stage. Oh, you, should you should teach a course. I don't have any of that neurotic energy. Oh no! I have to. I have to clench my hands, like make fists, and ball them up as tightly as I can, and mm. then let them go right before I walk out on stage. Really? Yeah, because then your hands aren't shaky. Like if you have a lot of adrenaline, uh -huh. your hands will shake. But if you clench them up and hold it, and then let yeah. it go, and then walk in, you seem cool as a cucumber. Yeah. See, I just don't feel that. You don't have that. No, I just feel like you feel like I got this. Who's the best? I'm the best. Who's the best? I've been out to eat many times before my show, where I'm supposed to be on stage in ten minutes, and I'm still waiting on the ticket. Oh my god! And my friends are like freaking out. Oh my god! I went, and I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's totally fine. We'll just pay the ticket and we'll go. That's how. Okay. I'm preparing my earballs for this, but that's how Brad Paisley is. What? But right before he goes out to a giant stadium full of people, he's just mm -hmm. back there like, "Oh, what are you doing this weekend?" Yeah. Like, oh, nothing. I think. Oh, he's like, oh, "I got to go." They just announced me. Like, oh yeah. my god! Oh my god! Uh, that's your. That's what? It's shocking to me. I think I was more nervous years ago when I first started, but now I just I uh, think it's been. So, I mean, I'm like at 25 years of doing Yeah, because you're like, what's the worst thing that could happen? Even the worst thing that can happen yeah. is sometimes hilarious. Right. Because if nobody's laughing and you've flown out there, <laughs> that is funny in itself. Even that's hilarious. Even that is hilarious. Even if it's just for one person, it's yeah. still hilarious. Okay, uh, back but to... But wait, I have to actually check in really fast with yeah. Thomas. Am I forgetting something over the years? Because you were my assistant for years. Was I neurotic before shows? Never. Never. Wow. Usually the stage manager was a lot more stressed about your performance than you were. Yeah. People that work at the venue have nervous diarrhea because <laughs> I'm so chill. Well, yeah, because then you look over at you and you're just like, oh, I don't think she understands what's about to happen. I'm like yawning and I'm <laughs> lounging on the the couch backstage and they're like, oh, oh my God. Oh. And I'm like, it's fine. I'm going to walk on stage and I'm going to tell <laughs> jokes and I'm going to head home. <laughs> That's the only thing happening. 
Yeah. Anyway. Ah, well, we've talked about like most people's fear. Number one fear is speaking in public. Well, yeah, the people, the audience or the people that work at the theater are projecting this. Right. But I don't feel it. You don't feel it. I've been to venues where the stage manager has such nervous diarrhea around the show <laughs> and they're like, okay, can I just walk you to the stage and show you where you're going to enter the stage, where you're going to be? And I'm like... If that makes you feel better, <laughs> but I'm going to guess it's right there. Right and you just here, walk in to the middle I'm of the stage where yeah, the microphone yeah. is. And they're like, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. You have no idea. <laughs> I can't handle this. <laughs> ah. I'm like, well, you go relax. And uh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Well, these cube are getting back to the cubers. Anytime you see a cuber in this documentary, they've all got cubes in their hands. Mm -hmm. And while they're having conversations, they're just like, and it's, it's hilarious. It'd be fun to be able to do that. I know. I wonder if somebody like Eddie Van Halen could have done it if he applied himself, you know, because he's, uh, he was got the split fingers. Yeah. I think it takes some logarithms logarithms isn't that what it's called algorithms oh algorithm what's the difference in a logarithm and an algorithm don't know don't care (laughs) okay Okay. not gonna get nervous diarrhea about that (laughs) okay uh okay back to the thing that it is now it's the big it's the big event blah 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 and felix underperforms it was kind of cute too because felix is this really cute sweet guy who clearly is very smart very emotionally intelligent and Mm -hmm. he's like i guess at some point i'm not gonna be able to keep competing (laughs) i guess i'm gonna have to get a job (laughs) i was thinking yeah i think it's time to get a job but you know Uh so they have this big big um whatever what are they called uh competitions competition and felix underperforms And Max needs a 6.7 solve for his last round. And he doesn't make it. And Philip Weyer becomes the new world champion. And Max comes in fourth. And Felix is fifth. And Max tells Felix that no podium makes me stronger. Because he didn't make it to the podium. It made him stronger. Yeah. Tig. I know. Ugh. I know. It's brutal. And then the biggest win for Max's parents was that Max was okay emotionally yeah. losing. Which is a massive win. Huge win. And then Felix. <laughs> Sweet. Felix. Felix. When he's talking about giving up uh, speed cubing, uh-huh. he's. It's very emotional and starts. I didn't even realize he had started crying until he started wiping the tears away. It was intense. I was like, Felix, oh, Felix. And I know you're not one to enjoy a man crying. I don't but I mean, usually. But that was like a very, very. It was. Like, just like. It was it just. Was like a little angel was crying. Was, yes, a little, yes, a, a little angel. A little cherub was yes. having a boohoo. Yeah, it was really, I was like, oh my God, what is happening? And that is, <laughs> that's really, 
That's really speed cubers. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry that we, uh, I was going to say blew the wad. That's, is that only yeah, what well, porn? Well, that's just, <laughs> okay. it's just, it's a way to really ruin something so beautiful. Oh, no. I didn't, then let's strike it. Strike it from the record. <sighs> Uh, I did not mean to spill the beans yeah. if you were like, oh, no, I wanted to watch this to see who won. But anyway, that's what happened. Neither one of them won. Tigger, are you ready for some final thoughts? I am, Cheryl. It's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Did you cry? I didn't cry this time. I cried probably the first two times I saw it. If you didn't cry. <laughs> I did not stop crying. I, oh, thank God. From the moment <laughs> I met Max's parents, uh, I was like, oh, oh, my cheeks are wet. Uh-oh, uh, I see what's happening. And then <laughs> I'm watching it and... Uh, every 10 minutes, I'm like, oh, no, it's happening again. And then at the end, I turned it off and just had a boohoo, a little boohoo, a little myself. cherub, <laughs> little angels circling around my head. <laughs> oh, oh, now this is awkward. Who were you attracted to? Hmm. I mean, it's not that awkward. I'll be honest, Max's mom was really cute. Miki? Yeah. I'll fight you for her. I'll, I'll leg wrestle you for her. I'll, leg, I'll slap you in the face with a tortilla. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot even imagine how that's going to go down. Okay. Well, that is it for this week's episode. Surprise twist of a doc. It was a surprise twist. I know. You thought you were <laughs> watching Chicken, Chicken People, People Part 2. <laughs> And meanwhile, I thought, oh, a new Cubers documentary. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, my God, this plays on repeat in my house while my son Max practices for the finals. I like that you had no idea. I didn't know what it was called. I just knew there was a documentary about Rubik's Cubes that we watch. I don't yes, know. Speed, speed Cubers. You know me. I don't catch everything. Okay, that's all for this week's episode. Next week, we'll be talking about Untold, The Girlfriend Who Didn't Exist, and it's on Netflix. Ooh, I can't wait for that one. Tig, before we go, would you like to hear some true fan mail? Yes, please. Yes, please. This is... <laughs> this is a five-star review from This Be My Nickname, Yo. <laughs> Hey, this be my, be my nickname, yo. Hey. hey. Hey, Tig and Cheryl, hey. I look forward to new episodes of your podcast every Monday. Not only do I love your show, but my two-year-old daughter does as well. Oh, no. <laughs> every Monday morning when I'm driving her to daycare, she giggles along whenever Cheryl giggles. And this last episode, the Martha Mitchell effect, whenever Tig would say, bye, my toddler would then proceed to repeat... Tig and yell bye from the back seat and bye. giggle. <laughs> uh, bye. Bye. Anyway, thanks for the constant laughs and for brightening my Mondays and for entertaining my toddler in the car. <laughs> bye. Sounds like somebody owes us some babysitting cash. <laughs> uh, bye. That poor toddler. Hey, little baby. Hey. 
Hey, little toddler. <laughs> hey, little toddler. Okay, this is from Kelly. Hey, hey Kelly. Hey. Kelly. Hey. Hey, Tig and Cheryl. Hey. I was definitely one of the people yelling in a nice way when you were talking about the suspender pants and what country they came from. What? It is Germany, by the way. I remember we were talking about the... I'm sure she... Oh, oh. <laughs> were we thinking it was Switzerland? Oh, we had a lot of different guesses. Yeah. <laughs> or hot Holland? No. And it is not that I am a German expert. It's that I live in Kutchner, Waterloo, about an hour west of Toronto. Hey, Kutchner, Waterloo. Hey. <laughs> which used to be named New Berlin and which has the largest Oktoberfest celebration outside of Germany. It runs for two weeks. Girlfriend, we got to go. So, Tig, if you did want to don some lederhosen and Cheryl wanted to wear a dirndl. (laughs) (laughs) Which you've talked about many times. (laughs) A traditional German dress with a tight bodice that accentuates the girls, which I would like to wear that. Come on up to KW in October and we will show you a good time. What if we did go? And you were in l- lederhosen, and I was and you in-, were in a dirk bowl. <laughs> you put on your your traditional dirk bowl. Mardernal, Mardern, whatever, Durndal, Durndal, And we went out there, and we spent two weeks <laughs> at this festival at Oktoberfest. At Oktoberfest, just getting inappropriately trashed. <laughs> And like you're showing off your my dirndl, my ladies fun bags. Oh, I don't know. People come don't on. call them fun bags. I don't like that one <laughs> because I don't it makes like me, it either. It makes me think of bean bags. Okay, well, <laughs> I don't know why that's your problem. What are other names that people boobs, fun bags, um, the girls? I don't like the girls better than fun bags, Bo- boobies. Boobies. <laughs> no. Milkers? No. <gasps> Dig. I don't know. These are just things I've heard. <gasps> oh. <laughs> what? Oh, God. No. We should just call them scars. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One last one. Okay. Really quickly. Wait, one last one name of Oh, no, we're moving on to breasts? one more. No, we've... Yeah, why wouldn't we just call them breasts? Yeah, that's an idea. Breasts. Knockers. <laughs> I believe the medical term is knockers. <sighs> this is from Danielle. Hey, Danielle. Hey, Danielle. Hey. hey. Hi, Tegan Cheryl. My friend recommended your podcast, and I can't stop listening and chuckling along. First of all... <laughs> I deeply relate to the French fry toes nickname. Mm. My brother relentlessly called me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. My brother relentlessly called me hot dog feet growing up. (laughs) My feet are indeed a void of any curve whatsoever and are smaller than my ankles. (laughs) I don't really understand how it's physically possible to have to balance on them. And then they attached a photo. (laughs) Oh, hot dog feet. Okay. (laughs) It is odd that that the ankle is wider than the foot. (laughs) 
But how is that a hot dog? Maybe it's been years since I've had a hot... Well, I do have Dodger dogs, which are vegan. I don't know why hot dog feet, but uh, they are unusual. Now I feel like I need to... Well, you don't need to attack the poor... No, I was going to say maybe I should put, post a picture of my foot on uh, oh, Tig and Cheryl. <laughs> No, Cheryl, I can show the good no, one. No, no, we don't run a run no, people off. I can show the good one without the bunion. <laughs> the good one. <laughs> I have a good one and a bad one. I, I think I might have pretty nice feet. Oh. Ragnarok! What if we put a picture, you put a picture of your foot on, I put a picture of, and then people vote. On whose foot they think it is. They should also vote who (laughs) has the nicest feet. It's going to be me. Well, I told you that people have put together videos of my feet. (laughs) Braggadocious alert! (laughs) With music. And they post them on YouTube. I don't know why. As far as music, did they do um, the Zac Brown band song, Toes? (laughs) And if one of our listeners could please do a compilation of Cheryl Hines' feet oh, please. to Zach Brown. I'm begging you don't. Song, How does that Toes. go? I've never heard of Toes. Well, we'll end this episode. Thomas will put a little clip of Toes in, which I've always thought was such a funny name for a song. Because imagine being at a concert and yelling, Toes! <laughs> play Toes! <laughs> If they don't play toes, I'm going to lose it. Yeah, dude, they better play toes. <laughs> toes. Toes is going to be in the encore. You watch. Yeah. Oh, man, they got to close with toes. Does it go? She's got toes. She knows how to use them. No? Nope. Okay. Um, Tig, that is it. That's it. All that right. is it. Do you that have it? anything? Well... I have a show in Honolulu, October 7th. And then I also have shows in like, I have a show in Poughkeepsie, I think, and Mm -hmm. somewhere in New Jersey and somewhere in New Hampshire. Well, we can watch it. We can look it up. Yeah, you can look it up. And then also I'll be on the new season of a very big (laughs) TV (laughs) series. That will will she'll tell you about when the time I'll comes. I'll tell you about it soon enough. Mm-hmm. But check out my other uh, podcast. Don't ask Tig. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. My uh, comedy specials on the different platforms. Mm-hmm. My book called "I'm Just a Person." Okay. Oh, and my series "Under a Rock." Okay. That's online, and Mr. Thomas was the head writer. What do you have going on? You know, besides that you can see The Flight Attendant and Curb Your Enthusiasm on HBO, HBO Max. But um, About Fate is a rom-com, if you will, that's going to be on Amazon. Um, And it's cute. It's sweet. It'll be fun. All right. We have our streaming show on the 22nd. And you can get your tickets at loopedlive.com. It's 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and uh, it's going to be a circus. It's going to be a circus. (laughs) We might be on drugs. We might be slapping each other in the face. We definitely, there definitely will be tortillas 
And I'm sure sex talk because there's been a lot of... Because there always is with me and you. Also, the tortillas will be homemade. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be... We're going to be making homemade tortillas. Tortillas and then doing a... Getting drunk, slapping each other. And Thomas. Wrestling and and tickling. And Thomas is going to be right in the middle of it. I don't know about tickling. I would like to talk to you (laughs) off air about the tickling because I do... uh, I mean, that could really trigger like an angry surge in me. I'll take my chances. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty forgiving, so if, if you I know, an angry but what surge, if instinctively I just like punch you in the face? Well, I will. I might need a beat away from you, <laughs> but in time, I'll think. Well, I brought it on myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, should we do it again? Yes. Yes. Let's do it again. I got my toes in the water. Ass in the sand, not a worry in a world of cold beer in my hand. Life is good today. Life is good today. Adios and Valconnels. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Thomas Willett, audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett, with production assistance from Bobby Pearson. Music by David Sesson. Special thanks to Gabi Kobasich, Patrick McDonald, and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. Yes, please. Yes, please. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>